Well, before we get going here, I thought I would mention that the audio recording of this episode um, is not so great. (laughs) For whatever reason, um, the syncing of our voices is a little off. So at times we're going to be, oh, you'll notice that we're kind of talking on top of each other. Uh, We try not to do that. We do do that some, but it comes out worse than we normally do. Also, there's going to be some moments that, um, oh, that almost things get answered before they get asked. Um, for the most part, the episode is there. Um, but you know, there are some, there are some awkward moments during it. So, um, it was just a, it it was just a recording glitch. I don't know how to fix it. If I did know how to fix it, I would, but we thought it'd be better to put the episode out than not have an episode, um, for our normal time. So with all that being said, um, Thanks for listening, and uh, here we go. Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to the Woodworkers Podcast. I'm Ben Brunick, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Philip Morley and Ramon Valdez. How's everybody doing tonight? If fantastic. I was doing any better, I'd have hey, to get a twin. Hey, uh, fantastic. <laughs> a twin? I, I don't know what that means. All right. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> now, I, I did want to ask, what happens when you get rid of me as on the all. podcast, you're not going to be able to say it, as always. You like new, new yeah, and right? So you may, may want to think about that down the line. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What are you guys, well, how you doing, what have you guys been doing in the shop? I've been watching your, your door build with that out of square panel is looking crazy cool, dude. Man, it, it does. It took me a while. I had to listen to your story, uh, your video, and am I right? Like one of them, it's not just the fact that it wasn't square, like, but it's, it's not, also it's out not of necessarily out of square. So the corners are square, but the, the size of the square, yeah, it's a rectangle. Okay. Yeah, it's a rectangle, but it's, it's a rectangle. Like only a half inch. Okay. So when I listened to it, I thought you were saying it's well, that it's and not, it's not I mean, square. It's not, I was like, it's what? Not no, perfectly, it's square. Come on. Perfectly square. Okay. I mean, there's, you got to, you got to. Fudge, you gotta fudge that stuff what? a little bit. I mean, it when isn't... you glue all that stuff yeah. up, there's always there's always things that yeah, that, um, right. There's right. some indiscrepancies, but the problem is, is that it becomes like oh, it becomes a it, it becomes a collection. Oh, that's a pain. Of airs and everything's got to come out in the center yeah. of that, and you got to work yeah. from the outside in instead of you know the easier route is to work from the inside out. You've got to fix all that interior right. areas is, is is you know it's a fixed shape and you've got to get everything to fit that shape and then work in and then have everything come out in the center right, and, um, right. and they're they're long miters too yeah they're they're well, long, it looks great they're long miters um this... and uh and and then everything's profiled yeah everything, and the profile it has to be profiled before you just hate yourself, right? I mean, it's like torture. I, I love how you made, I mean, that to me, that kind of shows the way we think differently and, and the way I'm not experienced at all is, you know, I was trying to think, how's he going to do all that? I would never have guessed like that, that yeah. William Husky or uh, whatever that thing's called, the molder, but how you did that, man, that's fantastic. You know, and that's, Those are, that's just, yeah, that's the way. To yeah, know. they, look, they look really good. And, and the beautiful the result. bad too. thing really is that people won't know that that's not square, you know, that it's a rectangle, which, uh, and, and even telling somebody they probably wouldn't really get if they weren't a woodworker yeah. that they, you know, it introduces all no, these different angles. It up. Not, you know, you can't just set it up for one angle and get going. Right, right. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, just send them over well, it, to your Instagram creates, stories. It creates so. lefts and rights, and and um, yeah, it's a, uh, it was yep. a, yep. it's a, it was a, it was a head scratcher. I, I battled, <laughs> battled with it, but uh, I think I finally got it. That um, as I go forward, I'll, I'll show that whole sled system and the way that the way that the angles, um, way those get cut, and that that ended up. You had like the wedge. Yeah, you had like these yeah, the, wedge and, and those angles get, that you put on the sled get put to on, cut. Um, nice. So like um, they're they're like a forty-five, well, a ninety-degree, and uh, um, what would be a forty-five? So it'd be you know twenty-two and a half degree triangles coming off, and right. you skew that triangle on the on the uh, oh on the table saw sled, and everything gets 
everything gets pinned down with a um, with a with a 23 gauge pin nailer. I still have to I still have to show that, but man, that's that's <clears> like okay, that's like my I don't know the thing that I probably use the most with with jigs is I a, I love that 23 gauge pin nailer. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hundred bucks. They're expensive for too, right? I mean, uh, I forget the yeah. I got a Grex, no, probably. I the Those brand are... I got. It's green. Yeah, they're they're um, nice. Uh, I just Grex, have a boss yeah. ditch. Man, I think it was eighty bucks or something like. That. Yeah, I got a Porter cable. It's a hundred okay. bucks. I did yeah. order the oh, Grex okay. pins, yeah. but I haven't really noticed any difference in any of the pins. You know, you know, regardless of the brand. But yeah, yeah they're, they're fantastic. Right. Yeah. We, I, I had I, I got had sucked a Grex into the brand. at the shop that I worked at before. <laughs> we had gotten a couple of those, and they would shoot like man, they would shoot like two inch long, twenty three gauge brads in oak. Like, yeah, what? it is yeah. crazy. It's great until one turns around. It's on crazy, it. right? <laughs> that's yep, a lot. Yep. Of, that's a lot of nail. If you don't know where the heck that thing's going, those little pins, but the. The the whole trick um, that with with those those pins with the um, uh, with the jigs is I use a lot of MDO plywood um, for my for my jigs and like so if I use a half right. inch piece of MDO ply I can shoot through that with a three quarter inch pin into a part and it's enough to hold it but then I can pull it apart real easily, easily. yeah. And then and then grab a hold of that pin nail with a pair of um, side cutters or dikes or whatever that are dull that won't cut it. Just grab the top well and wiggle it back and forth, and it breaks it and off. Put it out, flush. yeah, flush or below. Instead and then you can of, just instead keep, of snipping it, yeah, uh -oh. instead of snipping it, because if you snip it, it leaves a little a little mm -hmm. nub. Yeah. Uh, but if you break it off, then you can just you know I, I use those jigs over and over and over and just pin them. I pin them to the part. And it's so nice to be able to do that because, like, then you can use, um, well, you can put them together and take them apart. But, like, on the um, on the router table where you have a, um, oh, a, like a compression, I've, I've got one of those ultimate trim bits or whatever that has a, has a bearing on the top and the bottom by putting, right. yep. like, a, a jig, a template guide onto something that you're going to route. You can you can route it with that template guide on top against the top bearing, like going downhill. And then turn it over. And then you can flip it over and use the bottom mm -hmm. bearing to go down the other direction. Yeah. So not like, and that way you save on double stick tape and the pin, the pinhole, yeah. like you would do this on a finished part that it's you so see, little, right? That you can, the pinhole so little. It depends on what it. it is, but you can throw a quick, a quick bit of uh, right. filler in it if you want, or you can. <laughs> what? Filler? What is that? You can either you can either do that or you can, with, yeah. or you can put a little bit of water on it and and hit it with a soldering iron or steam right. it, whichever you know, up. however you, you know whatever your choice is, and close that hole back up because it's not a drilled hole; it's just a. They're tiny. Right, it's tiny. It's tiny. We get, I I did that with um. I had a bunch of those pistol cases. I just finished one pretty recently, and the all that trim around the glass panels it's ridiculous how much that takes to do and i was doing these little oh. brass dome head nails where you have to pre-drill and then you tap it i ended up getting refined that, your process that huh? uh, now gun you're talking about and that's what i use yeah They're man tiny, it's just yeah you see it but so negligible it's so tiny it, it's ridiculous and and I had to take, it made me a believer when I had to take, I broke a piece of glass and um, I had to take it back yep. off. Man, it's kind of hard to get off. Yeah, that was, that was a great <laughs> invention, 23 gauge. <laughs> it does Great hold. for crown molding. Yeah, 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 it's fantastic. And if any, you know, if anyone's listening, probably not, but <laughs> if you want to know what we're talking about, <laughs> go to Ben's instagram page <laughs> yeah it'll make probably make probably make <laughs> and it'll make a messages. whole lot more sense but but man it it yeah you, you're uh, kicking ass on it though now um it seems like in the last this last well week, i finally got some time to uh, be you've able really to got to a lot done on, on it, it. Uh, and how many how yeah. many panels are there there's there's so it takes but... time there's seven there's seven doors so there's yeah, 14 yeah. 14 oh, panels man. yeah that's a lot of parts the last the last one Jeez. and the last one is a is is a 36 inch door so it's going to be a rectangle 
anyway. You know, I mean, that one's not, there's no, you're not going to be able to make but, that one square. Yeah. Um, so now because, you got your practice in. Yeah, so I got that, <laughs> I got that figured out. <laughs> you know, wow. those those mistakes yeah, are amazing. what make us um, better, well, really, um, if you think about it. I mean, you know, you, you do something easy and you just, you'll stay stagnant. So mistakes are actually good. Mistakes. Right, right. And, and it helps me sleep at night. Sure. And I know that people like You know, that whole, mistakes. the whole mistakes makes you a better thing. I should be a lot better than I am. <laughs> hey, the day you quit making mistakes, right? uh, you're probably six feet uh, under man. or you're not doing anything. Right. No, it's true. And even when you think stuff out, what was you know, I thinking? times I'm like, what the heck? Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's so simple. Yeah, sure. After yeah. you've gone through all the steps and then realized it. But... Sure. And you can usually fix it. Yeah, so or, it's you all just, good. or you just or you just scrap take, it. Takes a little bit more time. The first, like the first run, I think I had the first um, bit of molding, and it just it just all went south on me. I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't get my sequence of steps in right. I um, ended up doing the framework and then profiled the molding, and that was the wrong that, order. That was the wrong order, and just tried it and tried it and tried it, and I just couldn't pull uh, out of the tailspin. Yeah, that's the it. other tricky thing is that it also has a. a rabbit or a rebate however you say it but you know that that adds complexity it, it looks well no, there's all kinds of complexity on that thing it's uh, ridiculous easier like, as you as it's going to be finished than it actually was to create yeah that's that's right what he's trying to say is nobody's going to appreciate the work yeah it's amazing but um well cool i mean that's that's exciting though seeing it come together i love the fact when you you did this uh, mold in it, so that this that trim work that's going inside the doors, it was wider, and then you go to the next picture. I'm actually looking at your Instagram page now, and then you cut, you you like cut away and left those circles in the middle. I was kind of wondering how you were going to do that um, when we spoke a while yeah. back about it, but man, that's so cool. You know, that's that's thinking ahead, right? That's it like, ends up being it ends really up being planning a your whole bunch of material. That's the thing. It doesn't look like very much, but man, I. Yes. I started. Yeah. I started um, like figuring out. Like I, I had to order material for it. You know, it was like four quarter quarter sawn white oak, and you're looking at that trim, and I'm like, I'm looking at it and think, trying to figure out. All right, how much is there? Man, I ended up ordering a hundred board feet for it. I was just, I, I, I kept kind of going wow. around and going around. I was just like, I'll forget it. I'm just, just a hundred board feet. If there's, there's some left over, I'll use it for, I'll right. use it for something else. But man, it. It just uses a lot of material because of those because of those radiused areas. They just most of it ends up, you know, in the in the waste can or box. So where did that design come just from? In a scrap. Yeah. It it was it's there's a um, original photographs of the church and the, and those doors are there, you know, and you can see that. All, I mean, I've got I've got good photographs of those, and that's what that was what was original to the building so that's what they want to go back to yeah that's fantastic looking that's pretty cool well what you been up to Ramon? well i can't i can't <laughs> well do i just so. finished up these sawhorses i i just worked on them here and there you know it probably looks like a long build for something really simple but um you know what i ended up lacking You're making them all fancy <laughs> i did i was like if, how if you I don't did not because they, they look really nice you know, they're ambrosia maple and they're all pretty I thought, if I don't lack these, I'm going to regret it. And if I lack them, I'm also going to regret it. <laughs> and then I did a, I did a tutorial on, uh, I did an inlay on, on one of them. Yeah, I, I did because what? I thought this is a good place to do, to just do a practice inlay. I can do, I can document it. And it's a kind of a unique approach to inlay that, that I, that I do for my, my logos because I, I take, um, you know, so my logo okay. is, is is two leaves, and so on one side of a, of a, of a leaf or on one side of the stem, the grain radiates at these angles. So it's like a series of wedges put together on each side of the stem of each leaf. And so I did this little tutorial thing that oh, yeah. um, I might put together. I don't know. I just I just I made the videos and took the pictures. If I do something with it, I do, and if I don't, you know, I won't. But Anyway, I thought it'd be perfect to do on a on a sawhorse uh, because you know you can take the piece off and it's just easy to do. So yeah, that's awesome. Uh, right, you got. But you would you uh, put that up I, on the, the uh, IGTV yeah. thing? But anyway, so uh, it came out cool. 
and uh, cool. I got uh, matching Ambrosia and Bubinga <laughs> sawhorses that match my <laughs> my my, uh, my workbench. <laughs> yeah, you know if your if your client nice. comes, uh-huh. you know you know I get most of my the reason I taught these sawhorses was because I needed some, so I end up. I always get like oh, some students awesome. just don't take them home, so I take them home. So how many do you have? <laughs> and and they they've kind of clucked they've clucked on now because I had one student go, man, we're just doing this because you need That's saw fun. horses. <laughs> and I'm, I make mine a little bit different. I yep. come from my background in installing cabinets and countertops, but mine are thirty four and a half inches tall, which is the same as a as a kitchen base cabinet. So if you're installing a set of countertops and it's a U shape okay. and say the corners aren't accessible because there's a lazy susan or whatever then your sawhorses are 34 and a half and you can rotate the whole u-shape countertop assembly so you can get to the draw bolts underneath it's just something i've always done the i don't know if you yeah, guys saw right. the, nice that when i first started posting about these sawhorses I, I showed a picture of some old ones that i had made that looked very chronovian but they were they were actually made before i, I didn't right. copy uh the chronovian style this was my own design, but they they're flawed because I don't know if, if you guys saw the post or not, but right. one of the 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 components is turned, and so it created a, a kind of a weak joint. And yes. So, but but I remember when I first saw the Cronovian. Right. right. What? That's that's exactly like my design. Oh no, his is correct. Mine is <laughs> mine is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, yeah, it's time to make some some that's funny. real yeah, horses. That's but it's a fun project. What, I, what were those uh, little slots those, that you so had? So that if I have a board and I want to use a like a squeeze type grip uh, clamp, I can clamp a board. Yeah, instead of okay, breaking cool. out a F style clamp or whatever, you can just use yeah. a squeeze grip and still grip a board. Yeah, or you can right. put all your horses nice. together and run Very a stick cool. all the way through those holes and carry them all at once. <laughs> Put a piece of rope, hang them up. (laughs) So yeah, I've been uh, doing doing that. that. (laughs) I I finished some tables for a lady. Uh, I think we kind of talked about it. I had got the material really, really bad. It was just really rough on um, barnwood looking stuff, but she wanted the edge to remain. And somebody had ran them through a planer for her, which was awesome because I don't want to run barnwood through my planer and clean them up a little bit. And so right. I think it was, I think it's longleaf pine. Um, and then we, I stained them and a uh, couple coats of conversion varnish. And it was a stain, her, her, her choice of stain. And one of them actually I ended up using spar varnish cause it goes outside and someone else is making the table base. So that came out pretty good, something different, but, I don't like working with pine. I know that it's too soft. It's interesting. I, I ran some right. curly maple through my yeah. planer and it has a segmented cutter heads with the inserts and is awesome, right? Comes through zero chip out. I go to run this pine through there and it tears out because it's just doesn't have the integrity, the structural integrity. And so it was, it was chipping out. Right. Hey, that, that planer, I can't. We've talked uh, about that. Can you and slow I think the speed about down that every time I use it. I wish it, I wish it could. And... Okay. Yeah, I don't know why they don't make that just a standard thing. It's we need, crazy. We need to talk to Jack about, yeah. about that. Yeah. He, he, but, he, yeah. Oh, yeah I, bet he knows, I bet he'd do it. Sure. No well, kidding. it's no different when you... Yes, it, it would. You know, just like those little... Uh, yeah, lunchbox difference. Uh, planers, or right? if you're running a board speed. through the joiner, you slow down and, and you, you can see the dramatic difference. You slow down. Yeah, because if you... That's right. If you join that pine, I bet you you could get it coming out nice. But then you go through the planer. Yeah, we spoke about this. I wasn't sure if we spoke about it on the uh, podcast, but when I had that maple, it freaked me out because I joined it. It's curly, goes slow, sharp blades, came out beautifully put it through the planer so it's a combo machine so the same Ripped thing <laughs> went for the planer man it tore it up no matter what i did i even sprayed denatured mm-hmm. alcohol i was trying all kinds of crazy stuff and it just tore it up and then i was like looked over my lunchbox i was like i know i need new blades let me go get new blades and i hope i'm not wasting 
two hours getting blades coming back and it's going to do the same thing no it was perfect i mean it was it was unbelievable yeah. how well it came out because i could slow yeah, down that, that power matic great knife um you know? i i got one of the power matics that um it uh, it came with a and it hit but 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 it it also it came with another yeah. gear that was the slower gear like it like it came with a you could switch it out, so I just switched it out immediately. Oh, you could switch it out. It still, it still has two speed, yeah. but it's but they're both slower. Right, I really okay, don't know cool. when you'd want to run something real fast through a planer. Well, just production. I, you know, I know, but even then, I mean, you're going to start getting tear out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, it, man, I tell you, when I think back to some of the stuff I did in in a production <laughs> shop, I'm not <laughs> sure how it passed, Mm-mm. but. They don't. They don't care. It, it's just tear out bizarre. equals we used to melt the crap out of stuff. <laughs> and eighth inch passes, it didn't matter. And you know, back then, I didn't really know better to really even care. I was just sure. doing a job and, and doing it sounds horrendous, right? But uh, yeah. Oh, it was. It was, it was trust me. Uh, looking back at it. So anyway, and, I did that. Yeah. I've done that, and I started Anyhow. some domino docks. Another batch of domino docks. Had had some. I've been having some requests for those. Do you, and, did you have, you oh, have one cool. for for the smaller Domino? I I just made one this 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 week. I thought I, I, thought I saw that in the background. I I'm I'm interested in that. I've got the smaller Domino. I don't have. Yeah, the, the, it was a little bit of a challenge for the for the 500 because there's just no reference, no square spot on it. But I did. I cut two degrees. It looked like a Chinese right. takeout yeah. box, and and the. <laughs> The 500 handle slips in there. Of course, the bottom has to be open for the cord plug-in. And the, the the only caveat, really, is that this entire domino dock for the 500 would hang off your bench. And I designed it to where it won't, it won't sit on the bench by itself because I don't want somebody to sit on the bench and then drop their domino in there and the whole thing do a Peter Pan and land on the floor. Sure. I don't want to be responsible for that. So the 500 uh- has... The, five, the dock for the 500 right. has to be clamped in place, and I'll, I'll figure out how to. Um, so clamped you know, in, in a vice. Like, clamped in a vice, or or you can clamp it with some F style, you know, or some C clamps or something, or screw it down, you know, and, and then it'll work good. But right. uh, the, I'm really be, happy with the design, so I just have to figure out, make some jigs and stuff, so I can do a production run of what, it. I sell what do you sell those to, for? to use uh-huh. with their dock? Not nah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I mean like how much? Oh, I know English is your second language, but <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I, need I pay the <laughs> I pay the shipping and that's really cool, cost. man. I, mean, so I remember you're seeing a really good deal because that's great. Yeah, sure. and, you know what? I yeah, I no use kidding. mine all the time. It's just especially like for small narrow parts. Right. It just makes it so much easier. Yeah, I've always just put it in my vice. I mean, you literally so can clamp it and, and do it one hand. So it makes it safer, um, and it's up high where you you know you can see yeah. it. You're not guessing if you're tilting or it, it's just ideal. Right, so, right. I'll be That's launching awesome. those soon. That's really cool. Man. <laughs> Domino <laughs> Dock 500. That's I've like, seen. Uh, I'll be I've I'll be one of those. The 500. Okay, cool. Dang right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you do. But I don't. I don't use a domino, so. <laughs> but um, I was going to say, a, I'll I make a, bis- a holder for the, a biscuit joiner for and you. Then <laughs> a biscuit joiner too. Biscuit joiner, dow, and domino. That's all you need, and you're a master craftsman. Um, but I I saw you with it, and then I'm going through people's feeds. I'm like, what the heck? Like they have it too. And then you know, sure enough, yeah. you read it, and it's like, oh, that's super cool. <laughs> like, it was, it was really cool. Your, uh, Craig, you're selling them. That's really uh, awesome. Asked me one, asked about one, and that's and, yep. Uh, he says, you know what? You've already figured out the details, and and the price is good. Sure, man, send me one. So that was cool. Yeah, if, if, yeah, if you figure the materials and like I'm him with how it. long it takes to to like figure it out i mean that it makes makes total sense man i'm not not doing that (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's really cool well it's a great uh product for instagram because you know people they they love that kind of stuff stuff that they can use in their shop 
and it's kind of it, it's nice because kind of like it's a maker that they appreciate. Right, yeah, yep. I have it's a I have a bunch product. of stuff my own self from yep. from makers off Instagram. So, yep, it's a great community for yep. sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I have lounge chairs available. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Flat pack, you finish it yourself. <laughs> Oh man, I had I had a few people ask me. Um, oh wow, I, I was thinking about that when I was making mine, and they they wanted them out of walnut. <laughs> I was like, "What are you gonna do, walnut sawhorses?" And then the guy sent me a picture of his bed. He goes, "Hey, so I want it to match my bed." I'm like, "Why would you want it to match your bed?" And sure enough, he was gonna put a That's big piece cool, of glass actually. across it and have it as a desk. Yeah, I was like, oh, but I did go back and forth. And this is just, a, you know, I think everyone does this. Oh, makers, uh, you know, you think of it like a small product that maybe you could kind of crank out and then you kind of talk yourself out of it because you get busy or whatever. It's just, it's it depends, like, if that's what you want to do or not. But the sawhorses, I went down this whole, like, rabbit hole. I met with a guy who had one of those big S4S machines. And he was going to mill up, like make all the stock. And I was going to have it, you know, jigged up and just like crank them out as a flat pack. Comes with the wedges, everything that you need, the clamping coals and cardboard box and it send, send it out and, you know, ship it on and you finish <laughs> it. Oh. Didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then I would, I would have done all of that and sold huh. two. That's what I was thinking about these domino dogs. <laughs> like, you know, uh, not everybody's going to, see the the value of standing their domino upright but 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 i do i mean and and that's another thing i think sometimes like you know what this works for me why wouldn't it work for someone else sure yeah well and you know what i see in that is i see a lot of guys like i've i've always clamped mine in my vice and it's sketchy as anything you know you have the 500 or or i've done it several times okay i have the five the 500 and you know, when I saw yours, I was like, man, that's pretty cool. I need to give me one of those. <laughs> also, these, um, I don't know if you guys awesome. use like a, what do they call them? A gravity feed cup gun with a, you know, the cup up above. And it comes with this little hook that you screw to the wall yep. or whatever. Well, it seems like you're never by that hook when you're spraying. Unless you're in a, you know, dedicated spray booth or, or whatever, which right. I, I don't have. So I made these. Uh, right, right. I don't know. This thing I have is so old and ugly with you know drips on it and everything it's probably 25 years old and it's just a plywood platform with a a hole cut out for the cup gun and you just walk over where you're spraying and set it down and or when you're filling up the cup with with you know solvent or whatever you're doing it just makes it so Uh, much easier i think i'll make a a batch of those you should man yeah absolutely those are great things you don't have to put a whole lot of investment in time and materials yeah they're easy to ship i I mean easy to ship too not only that you use up all your your um fall off that's cool you know yeah you need you need to get your brand oh would it be in lacquer of your two leaves (laughs) actually the domino the domino docs do get lacquered (laughs) and Pinstripe it. It's awesome. So the other thing that I, the other thing that I was really good evolution of the um, <clears throat> of the small cutoff or the or the small um, vac trap trap that you that you oh yeah that was an evolution. Well, the first one worked great, and I use it, you know, not all the time, but if you're cutting small parts, you know how it is inevitably, especially with with a blade uh, blade that has hook on it, which I use on my chop saw quite a bit because they seem to last longer if you get a negative hook they work great at first and then they seem to dull quickly so i i actually use a rip blade on my on on my big chop saw and i have a fine tooth on my smaller one but anyway you know you're cutting small parts and they just ricochet into oblivion across the shop somewhere and so i i came up with that little um i don't even know what you call it just had a little mesh inside the the vacuum, yeah, and I have a vacuum on the back of my chop. The vacuum so net? Pull it off of that, stick it on this little contraption that has a screen, and it captures, you know, these small parts. Well, it worked pretty good, but it would clog really quick, so you could cut about six or eight parts. Then you'd have to stop and dump it out and then, you know, keep going. So this new one I made that I just posted, you know, recently about, 
has a bigger mesh and that mesh is actually some plastic that I got from um, it's actually to, you know something that you would use inside a vacuum bag so uh, I don't even know what they call it. it you know what I'm talking about though yeah it's, right yeah yeah it's like a vacuum net it's yeah, plastic vac- it has vacuum mesh by vacuum mesh. Yeah. mesh it works perfectly because it's big enough so that the yep. dust goes by but it captures your small parts and then that little contraption is anchored to a that's board awesome. a little board at a, that's cut out of 45 so it nests up against your chop saw and I use a zero clearance so I can attach it to that and that little board actually acts as a stop so for instance those shims I was making they were all exactly the same size and they come out really good because they're cut with a circular blade instead of a bandsaw and so they're smooth walls and they, they just really right. tighten so so much better so I'm all about little yeah, that's really cool nice <laughs> Yeah, I can see that, man. Like, I love it around your shop. Well, it makes you more efficient too. Like, you have like everything in its place, yeah. and that's it's pretty awesome. Uh, you I, know what? I, I do finally not, have. I spent half the time looking for stuff, stuff. Uh, when I was working full time. You know, I would have a couple of days on a right. weekend, and you know, you're spending time with with my lady, and then you get a little bit of shop time, and you don't really want to be making all those jigs and fixtures. You want to get going on whatever you're working on. So, uh, I feel I feel blessed. So. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. It's always nice. And I, I try and make it an effort, it, no matter how busy you are. But as soon as you get a job through, just take a day or two and yeah. do some improvement to the shop. Always look at the shop. I kind of look at the shop like it's a tool, right? Because it is. Yeah, it's it one big tool and things have to work well. And I, yeah, it needs maintenance, move stuff around. Like that tool's not working very well over there. I'm wasting time going back and forth. And it's like right now, I've got a ton of things I need to do. But the next big thing for me, um, and I think actually, Ben, I saw this on your feed. And I've always thought about doing this, but I was kind of, I didn't, I was like, is that legit? Can you do this? And I, then I saw you doing it. And I was like, yep, okay, I'll do it. And it was, I have um, one, if you're going to build your own shop, right. put five times more plugs than you think you're going to need. Right. Because I, I thought I did that, and I did not. Not enough 220s, and I built my shop from scratch, and I am pissed that I did not put more 220s. Right. And to do it afterwards is just a pain. And I'll get there, but for now, what I'm going to do, I have one place. It's got the bandsaw, the joiner, the drum sander, the stroke sander. It's like three or four different things coming in at that same place. I only have one plug. So I'm doing the whole bend down, unplug that, put this one in. Nope, that was the wrong one. And I have them labeled with tape, and I'm still getting them messed up. So I'm going to make a bank uh, of 220s uh, on the outside, um, you know, like exterior boxes, plug them all in, and have the cord go into that one 120. And so it, I can go at any one it, time. And it'd just be a, on one you'd tool. be surprised just how much time that saves. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I know because it drives me nuts. It it drives I, me nuts, I had, and it is. It's like up down, up down. I had up, three. Down. I just wanted to go to machine and turn it on. That shop. It was it was actually a an RV storage uh, barn. It was it was pretty rough. But anyway, I put three two twenties when I first got there, and now I have seven, and I use them all. So right. But, yeah, no, you will. You, and I remember when I did it, I was like, oh, I don't need that many. I probably have 12 or 13, and I, they're all taken. They're, they're all taken, and I need more. And, you know, I kind of lost a couple when I got that new AC unit put in, and uh, little things kind of happened. Got a big air compressor, like that stuff that I didn't think I was going to have. Um, sure enough, it's like, oh, okay. Same I didn't with air, air outlets. Anyhow. Oh, well, yeah, I just have a hose. <laughs> do you have air? I do, do and I, I can't the name of the... Shop? I found this company that makes this, this air hose that's designed to be surface-mounted, and it, it's blue. It's plastic on the outside, but it's um, okay. aluminum on the inside. Yeah, it's, right. So yeah, and not only that, it doesn't uh, kink. It won't fracture, so it's, blow up. It's a fantastic system, and you can just bend it, and it has all these, comes with all these fittings. And um, kind of like shark bite, really awesome. And I'm one of the best things. Right. I, did, I just did that this spring, and I ran all that. I 
Because see, my shop is kind of weird. It's three rooms, one little room where my compressor and my dust collector are, and some lumber oh. storage. Then my shop, which you know a lot of people say, man, you make some big stuff in your shop, right? And your shop is tiny as well. It's an illusion because I have also a two bay garage attached. So altogether, it's about thirteen hundred square feet, thirteen twenty right. or something. But yeah, I ran uh, air to my garage, and so now I mean, there's a, always a hose there, and all that stuff adds up time it's 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 awesome it does yeah it does you know what um what really makes you this should this should be like a total separate podcast uh episode but what makes it very apparent is oh when you have someone working for you (laughs) and they're looking at you like what the heck like you haven't spent the time and figured that out like you you realize how much time you're wasting yourself never mind them having to do it but yourself you're like well hang on let's move that and then move this over there now you can use that mm. oh okay now we need to move it back that's what i was gonna say <laughs> just a build a like big ben. shop like ben <laughs> how much how many 220 outlets do you have ben uh i don't know a, a, bunch. a bunch um i i've got you know you know what i've got i've you got lost, four count. in the floor and those were are, were one of the smarter things that i did I put, I, I ran, I ran conduit and, and before we poured the, uh, the concrete. So I've got four, four spots where there's, That's awesome. there's two that are in the floor. So I don't have to have, you know, cord a cord running um, all the way across. A, yeah. A 10 gauge cord. Yeah. A 10 running. Gauge. Yeah. Running from the wall. Cause it's for five horsepower, you know? So have you ever spilled lacquer thinner in them? Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Not even funny. <laughs> they were a little funny. <laughs> those things, those things were, were great. You know, just having those, having those there, um, and then, and then I, I did do what, um, what Phil was talking about. I think on the back of my um, joiner planer, I ended up. You know, there was a yeah, box a there, and I just turned that into a receptacle also, so I could plug the planer into it. Mm. I, you, you can't you can't turn both those machines on at once, but I I don't right yeah but it would just trip the breaker just trip the breaker right but it's just it's just so nice to not have to right. like get in behind the machine and 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 unplug yep. it and then plug Do it in there. and it inevitably whichever one that you just used is not the one that you need now so you're True. just back back and forth. So yeah. Yeah, I can run five of my 220 machines yeah. at once, which yeah. I would never do by myself, but two of them are shared, you know, so right. if I'm running, you know, my big table saw and the dust collector is on, that's two and the air compressor kicks on, that's three. And then I could run, you know, two more. And so for a so one man shop, all- it's, it's fine. Are those all on the same circuit? Oh, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Five of them are separate. And then no, two yeah, that share a shared oh, yeah. circuit. You're, you've got, a you've got five home yeah. runs, yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, because I think. Right, right. Yeah, and I got you know my shop's only uh, what is it, eight hundred square feet or something like that, seven fifty, eight hundred. Um, and I put in a ton of home runs, but yeah. still not enough. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy. You just don't realize as you grow. You know, it's like. I always thought keep buying tools. I need to stop buying tools. A wood shop would be uh, like a concrete slab floor, and then build a subfloor on top of that with removable panels, and you'd have your duct work in there, your electrical. So as things change, you just you know it's it's easy to have access to it all instead of running it through the walls or the ceiling. Well, and that is it's so true because I've changed my shop in just the three years that. I've actually been working in it as as Philip Morley furniture. Um, I've probably done it yeah. three or four times, if changes. not more. Like really, pretty drastic changes too. Where I'm like, that's just not working. I got this new tool. I need to move that over there. Change the ductwork, and it's like, man, that's yeah. A pain Plus, in the butt. A, a wood floor would be so, um, easier on the feet. Yeah, that's yeah. Mine's concrete, and it I kind of get back issues. <laughs> it's yeah, turned into a shop, up, so talk. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, this is a shop talk episode. This is we don't know what we're doing, and we're gonna keep talking. Yeah, until an hour passes. Are we close? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm feeling a little insulted. No one asked. What well, I've been you've doing been you've been you've been across the pond, right? It, it kind of hurts. It kind of hurts. You know, there, there's no where's the love. Um, yeah. So Thanks what have you been working guys. on? Yeah. Still? So I've been nothing. <laughs> no. Um, yes, I couldn't remember. I guess. The last time we spoke, I was in England yes. and I was with Tim, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, but yes, back from the trip, always the, kind the, of a nightmare the liquor getting cabinet back to it, right? Um, on the desk, right? Oh, yeah, on the desk. Yep. So the desk is, I mean, it's really, I know I've been saying that for the last, like, I don't know, every podcast we've done. Um, it's really close to being done. Uh, but, but since I've got back, when you're gone for two weeks and you don't do any work, this is the first time I've I've never done work. Like usually I take my computer and I'll I'll answer emails and order stuff, but I just didn't do anything. And then paid, you know, kind of regretted it once I got back. Not not really. It was it was needed and we had a great time. But um ordered a bunch of materials, bunch of veneer. Did you know like at certain certainly would um where I get my veneer from? If you buy the wow. whole yeah. bundle, they give That's you forty percent off. Those guys are great over there too. I, I didn't, Dan, I and didn't know that. All them. Man, it's fantastic, and it's right there. It says it on it. I just guess I've never really paid attention because I just didn't need that much. But I ended up getting a crap load more and only paid about five hundred dollars more for like you know mm-hmm. something that was about twenty some hundred dollars anyway. So I just told them, I said, "Man, I'll I'll take it all." And they they uh, were of yeah, which, fantastic. Which species uh, over there? Oh, the walnut. Walnut. Yeah, so awesome. 16th, 16th inch walnut. Is it, is it quartered? And um, it's quartered. And I also got plain sawn. Um, so that's going to do the conference table. I, I just couldn't bring myself to doing quarter sawn on the conference table. Um, just because I was right, it was going to look too, um, sure. too much like plywood. I, I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Because you can get plywood that's <laughs> plain sawn. But I just felt like 15 feet long, uh, four feet wide was just going to be it was gonna be a little overwhelming. Um, of course. Yeah, a little too linear, man. So I, I went with this really nice balanced, uh, it's like the, the, the center of the tree is going, I mean, it's going right down the center of the flitch. Um, so you get that nice tight. Uh, the long yeah. sort of rift sawn is on the outside edges so mm-hmm. when I do the steaming you just it'll look beautiful um, so 16th inch too you know uh, that'd be the top and the bottom ordered all the plywood uh, for the conference table and um, the base is mahogany sipo wow and it's so how thick the of the top will it be so, so the top's gonna be I believe inch and a half thick will it be so can you tell us about the construction of the top? Yeah, so, um, and this is still, this is kind of what I'm thinking. And if you guys have any advice, that's fantastic. What I'm thinking is it's just going to be two. Yeah, I was going back and forth about getting like a hollow core. Like a torsion, I, like I, a torsion box? Yeah, like, and I was like, I don't want to torsion box type thing. And I was like, I don't want to get into that. Um, so what I'm doing is the top is actually made out of four pieces. Four, as far as, it's like, um, you know, roughly two feet wide, seven and a half feet long. So there's four of those pieces that are going to make mm-hmm. up this 15 by four foot top, right? You're going to have a visible shadow gap going down. Um, and then you're going to have the, the grommets or whatever in there. And then the top's made out of two pieces of three quarter inch Baltic birch um, that are going to press. And then it will get edged treatment so the the outside edges will have a different type of treatment so i can have a nice uh, mm-hmm. undercut on it so it'd be angled um and then what i'll do for that is i will do let's just say so viewers can maybe follow along it's not a 45 but let's say it's got a 45 undercut um i'll do that to the plywood first then i'll glue on a quarter inch piece of wood that overhangs top and bottom and then i'll flush trim that Oh, and then I'll yeah. veneer over the top and the bottom, and that way I'm not left with this like you know one inch wide sure. at the top, half inch wide at the bottom. That's pretty smart. Uh, that's solid wood like that, that can telegraph and and get 
give you issues. Um, so that's going to be that. So, it, you know, it's it's going to look pretty nice. I think inch and a half is beefy enough. I may throw a piece of quarter inch in the middle of it all uh, if I feel like it needs to get a little heavier. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it will. Um, but then the base is pretty straightforward. Just a lot of bridle joints, double tenons, um, and it gets a wire chase uh, put in it. So that's that's on you know on the way i had amanda sawdust yep. woman uh on instagram she, she was out working with me today she got all the base parts milled up um and then i ordered a bunch of veneer for the the record cabinet and the nice. whiskey cabinet that's coming up next and that's just it's actually much of the same stuff which is kind of weird because i used to do a lot of veneer and now you're going back and i haven't in a long time I am, and it's mainly because of these pieces of furniture. I don't want to do in solid wood because I think yeah, it's going to have too much movement. Demand it's gonna, that, yeah, they need it. Everything is. Yeah, it's best, they need right. it. Yeah, it's the best thing. It's the best thing for it. These tight tolerances, these inset doors, these very clean panel-looking stuff. There's no styles. There's no rails. It's it's that's not the look we're going for. That we're going for a very clean mid-century modern and you know what one sixteenth inch veneer is very very substantial oh yeah yeah and i went back and forth so should i make my own i was like why would i make my own just so i can get because usually i do three thirty seconds i'm like for an extra 30 second yeah just do this don't bother do the 16th that's plenty of wood um so i need to make a torsion box uh for the vacuum bag so that that's the next thing um, that I need to do, but but the desk is almost completed. I do need to figure out the when you open that drop leaf. I've got the catch on. I don't think I've shown that. I've got the catch in, the hinges in, and when you open it, I don't want a chain to kind of hold it. Um, a lot of the stays you can buy, they don't really work in that configuration, and they're so big. So I'm thinking about doing some type of like maybe a really fine chain uh, that will have a weight on the inside so when you close it oh, it will yeah. track so it you know, it'll go back inside hang in there um, so yeah it can't hang there it's got to go right back in because it will pinch it, it, it will get in the way if it hangs um, but I figured the way there's room and you won't see it it will go down so when you open it it will mm. the weight will actually stop it and then like when you a, go to like close a, it, the weight will like bring the chain down. So, you call yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the plan. I'm, I haven't executed it yet. This is I'm making this stuff kind of up on the on the fly. But uh but the client needs to come out and kind of make a couple of um, you know, last minute calls. Uh I, I got the hidden I've got a hidden lock, one of those magnetic or whatever the heck oh, it's yeah. called, the frequency card locks. Um I'm pretty excited about I, I've kind of I've changed things up. I'm going to use it on the drawer um, for a hidden parts. So, so yeah, it's kind of the fun stuff now. But I got to get this week. It's got to be really almost ready for delivery. Um, so anyhow, so that's that's uh, that's me. Just the crazy How kids. Your kids are growing up, and it, the trip was fantastic. The travel sucked. I hate traveling. Um, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty cool, laid back guy. It takes a lot to tick me off. Um, but just put me on a plane with 300 <laughs> other people, I get pretty ticked off. Yeah, and it's just it's just a traveling because things always get canceled. Our flights got so, screwed up on the way out. Then so we did, have two flights. We did. Four. Did you do that? Uh, did four you kids? Do, like, a, did somebody invite you to do a? Well, yeah, it was the um, oh I forgot the name yeah. of the thing, but it's like a big woodworking um, deal in England. Uh, fine furniture craftsmanship thing I got invited to go and the guy had VIP tickets and was going to take take me out to a fancy Indian restaurant it sounded awesome (laughs) I didn't go Um, I called him up apologized Uh, you know my wife wasn't feeling great Uh, we were we were kind of yeah we were blown and going pretty hard uh, traveling everywhere and it was a four and a half hour drive so I was like I don't think I could do it. It's crazy. In England, you you map it, and it would be like 30 miles away. You're like, oh, sweet, 30 minutes. <laughs> it's like two You're hours. You're not in Texas it's, anymore, right? 
crazy. I mean, it, oh my goodness, no. And the roads are insane. Some in the country, they're tiny. It's it's fun. I like it. My wife, it probably took ten years off her life, but um, but it, it was a it was a really a really good trip. I got to see a couple of furniture makers, um, but yeah, we we had a had a fantastic time. Got to see the family, my mom. Um, so yeah, Very it, was, cool. it was needed. So kind of kind of miss it a little bit. But how'd those uh, jobs go that uh, you you, you were uh, gonna bid on, Ben? Did you do those already? Well, yeah, we've been bidding on a number of things. I was, in fact, I was up with another guy um, actually yesterday that um, we were looking at. Uh, we were looking at a courthouse in in um, down in Nebraska, um, and I don't know. Some of those things are like they're out like a year out, you know. So Man. we'll see. We'll see if some of that stuff comes in. A court, late, those courthouses can have tons right. of millwork. Oh yeah, this is like doors and judges' uh, chambers and all that. Well, it's it, it, it's all exterior. Oh, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. It's 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 hard to explain. And then it, and then that one was that one's not that that one's not my bid. I would be. Um, it's a friend of mine. That's it's his bid, and it would be. Like I would be doing some sub work on it, so we're trying to figure out like what maybe would, maybe would would work as far as subbing some of the stuff, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know those things. You know, it's it's a day. You know, it's a, it's a good solid day just to go down, meet with the architects, look at stuff, and yeah. Um, meanwhile, you know, I'm working on those doors, and I'm behind on those. I want I want to want to get those done and then i've got yep oh i've got a couple other things that i need to do um it just you know it's the it's the um yeah that's the best of running your own business right your own shop yeah and you know it's funny because that the first two or three days when i got back that's all i did it was it was drawings and designing and emails and then working out cut lists and you know it's just all you want to do is get in the shop you know and you're stressing out because it feels like it's for, at least for me, yeah. I feel like I'm not being productive. But if you don't right. do that, you're not going to have a job next. You know, it's like, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a pain. And my wife helps with the business. You know, she does all the books, but she doesn't really do the emails. Um, I mean, she, it'd be kind of hard for her to do a lot of that stuff because it's, it's a little out of the road. You know, she's not a furniture maker um, and she's got, four kids that she homeschools sure. so she doesn't need any more work yeah <laughs> no. he's got a full-time i don't know how she does right what there. he does no, no kidding <laughs> absolutely yeah no. i did i did no have kidding. one question yeah. phil yeah. when 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 you're ordering that um so when you're ordering veneer from certainly wood and you're getting it in in 16th they can still they can still roll that right yep yeah it just okay. comes in a few more packages i believe um yeah, because I got I can't remember how much for now I got. It was a it was quite a bit. Um but <laughs> when the UPS guy came, he brought out one box and I was like, sweet, all right, thanks, man. He's like, Oh, you got like yeah. six more. I was like, What? And and, I, and it was a little misleading because they you know, they can't compress it as, as much. tight. Uh, they can't sure. roll it up as yeah. tight. But boy, yeah. you open that stuff up, you better stand back. Well, what was really nice, and I should have asked him about this a while back. I got some 16th material walnut, very beautiful looking, but it was so rough. Um, and in my head, it's the first time I ordered 16th stuff. I was like, well, I wonder if that's just because it's 16th. And I'll speak to a buddy of mine. He's like, no, I think that knife's were dull. Like it, it just that doesn't seem that doesn't seem right. Like he's had 16th and it was better than that. The stuff I got this time around, it's the first thing I did. I opened it up and just looked at it night and day. I mean, it won't take much for me to sand. This other well, stuff, do you think I the had to really was, sand Do you think the other stuff was sliced or do you think it was sawn? Mm-hmm. But do you it's think sliced. that, that rough stuff sliced. was sliced? Because I mean, there's still, I mean, yeah. Yeah. there's still some places that are doing the, um, you know, the sawn, the sawn veneers. I know Patrick Edwards was always, you know, sourcing that material. Right, but do they do a sixteenth? Uh, That's pretty thin for for song. Yeah, pretty thin, right? Yeah, I don't. 
I mean, no, but I mean, I can't imagine because I think all swords and certainly it's wood. Old. I think it's, it's all like... knifed, and it, it could be. I don't know. It could have been just a number of different things, but I'm happy that this stuff it yeah. seems really smooth, um, and so it's pretty nice. Yeah, less work for me. And and the other stuff, it wasn't that bad. I have a stroke sander, right? So you do all the panels are oversized. You stroke sand it out. And you go. What um, what uh, will, you, will be your glue of choice? Yep. With, uh, Unibond one. Nice and rigid. Yep. Yeah, baby. Now, yep. Rigid. The, 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 the Unibond on. one is that is it is it PVA um, or is it or is it? Uh, it's, it's a urea, right? No, it's, it's not PVA. It doesn't have the, the urea, or whatever that is. From uh, yeah. Well, um, so. You know, it's a good question. I, I don't, don't think actually, it is. It's not, I'm pretty sure it's not PVA, but it's not. It's yeah. not the two part that I'm using. One, one it's part. just the it's the Unibond one, not okay. the not the Unibond 800. But I wasn't sure if that was PVA. Yeah. I, I, um, I guess I I haven't tangled with that. You know. Um, so I, it's I've I've used it now um, on a couple of jobs. It does not act like a PVA. It could be. I don't honestly it, know. It doesn't act like a PVA as far as uh, the veneers didn't cup on me and water. Um, you know, usually you put yeah, usually you put PVA and all that water makes it go nuts. But um, I did a few panels, and then I tested one, like try to rip it apart. Okay. You want it's a rig apart. rigid bond too. Um, so and it, it, yeah, it, I don't think it's a PVA. It, it is. It, it is. It's a rigid bond. Um, uh, you know, from what I could tell, you know, I'm really good at like researching and reading about it and at then the you're moment done. and then making a decision. But I, I don't retain, I don't retain information very well unless it's something I really need to retain. And even then, <laughs> don't ask me my kids' birthdays. Like I don't know. Um, but I remember reading it because with my mentor Michael, we were like, well, why are we using this mix stuff? Because it's a pain in the ass to mix. The and shelf then life it, is horrible. The shelf life sucks. So from what I could remember. And I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure the only difference I could see is they said for bent lamination work, use the Unibond 800. It, it does better for that. Yeah. And so the Unibond 1, you can do it. I think it's, but it's not their preferred. And I might be getting that mixed up. But when I looked at it, I'm doing flat panel work. I was like, it's the same. Yeah. It's basically the same qualities, but I don't have, but less the headache. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do, um, and I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about not having to mix it. <laughs> I've done so much of that mixing. But, so yeah, um, so we'll see. A lot of prep work before the, even even the first panel. That's the thing people don't understand. Well, a lot of people don't understand. It is so much more work to do veneer panels. <laughs> Definitely when, you know, because on the case side, you have the fingernail edge that's at the top. Because the case sides go all the way through the top, like the uh, the top butts into the side. So you've got the fingernail edge on the top, the fingernail edge on the front edge. I don't want to see a plywood edge on the back or even the bottom. So all that's going to get like an eighth inch veneer on the back, eighth inch on the bottom. Then it's going to get capped mm. with end grain at the top. So along the depth of Killer. this thing, it'll be this end grain section. And you know, and and it's small yeah. enough so there's not going to be a movement issue, um, and then it's veneered. So when I shape it, most people will think it's solid wood. You know, and it gives that nice. I love that end grain on the top of the fingernail edge when you polish it out. It's beautiful. So that that's why I'm doing hide that. something, not because I'm trying to make it look. Solid. Yeah, I'm not trying to hide something. I just really love end grain mm -hmm. as a detail when it's and it'll be right. stable. But and yeah. And it'll be it will be <laughs> freaking stable, that's for sure. Anyhow, well, I think we're getting pretty close. How are we doing, to time. guys? I don't know. Do you either either uh, one of you have anything else that is pressing? To think of. It's time for me to eat. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> my stomach's pressing against pressing. my spine. <laughs> uh -huh. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, do you want to talk about that the email thing? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll mention that as uh, as we uh, as <laughs> it's a PVA. It? <laughs> oh, it is a PVA. It is I a PVA. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, when I when I was like, I don't mix it. I was kind of like, oh, I wonder when Ben was like PVA. So it's, yeah, it's, it's probably a, it's a one part PVA adhesive. Yeah, well, they say it's like specially. Somebody told me that it was a uh, a rigid bond, which is not. Well, they they say well they say it is a rigid bond, and they say it's a special formulated PVA. All right, well, so whatever poly, that means, polyvinyl if, acetate. Anyhow, sorry, go on. But but if As but if you, you have were. good luck with it. Yes, and it's it's what they I, I trust them anyway. Like I've always used Unibond eight hundred, and they recommend this for flat panel work all day. So Fantastic. I've had all good right. luck so far. All right. Well, we got anything else? That's about it, right? All, all right. right. Yeah. Well, us out. once again, thanks a ton for tuning in to another fantastic episode of Woodworkers Podcast. We certainly appreciate it. Currently, our email is having technical difficulties, so a better place. If you have any questions, would shoot us uh, a question over at our Instagram page, which is Woodworkers Podcast, or you could just DM any one of us. Also, we look forward to your input and feedback on this show, as well as, uh, as suggestions on other topics for future shows. So, on behalf of Ben and Phil, I'm Ramon, and we'll see you on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast. Thanks, guys. Right Great talk Cheers. to you. Ciao. Speak to you later.